doing this morning? I'm fine. Am I calling you at the right time? Yes, you are. Okay, great. So, how did this movie come about? Um, well, let's see. Um, so, basically, the movie came about kind of creatively from a story that the impetus of it I heard from a friend, which was that he had heard in this town he moved into that there was gold buried in the woods. And so he and his dog would go out every night to look for it. And uh, I thought that was just an interesting uh, idea of a character who believes there's gold and kind of from a creative standpoint, that was kind of the jumping off point for it. Um, <clears throat> and then in terms of just getting it done, um, you know, that was a whole different animal, which was, you know, how do I kind of marshal the resources to actually get the vision across? Right, and I see you also wrote this project. So how long did it take you to write the movie uh, as well? Well, the funny thing about this movie was it was an idea that I had written in like a notebook, kind of taking notes on <clears throat> a few years ago. And um, But then when I actually sat down to write it, I pretty much wrote it in you know two weeks or so, um, you know, with a little bit of punch-ups, but... Most of it, I just kind of sat down and it just kind of spilled out, which was cool because it was kind of a little bit more, um, I don't know, stream of conscious. So I liked that. It was fun. What were some of the influences on you growing up when you wanted to make films? Like what stood out to you the most when uh, you were watching films or what were some of the films that kind of made an impact on you growing up? Sure. Well, I think when I was younger, like in college, it was kind of a little bit more of the contemporary filmmakers at the time, whether it was like the Coen brothers or uh, Tarantino or P.T. Anderson, people like that. And then as I kind of dug deeper uh, into it, um, you know, I started to discover people like, uh, you know, Hitchcock and Orson Welles and and uh, all sorts of, you know, Robert Altman, uh, Cassavetes, right. all sorts of filmmakers uh, across the across the board. And uh, how was it like casting for this movie? What were some of the difficulties or the most easiest parts you had with casting for uh, Union Bridge? Yeah. Yeah, so casting, part of it we cast out of New York with a casting director in New York who brought people like um, Alex, who played Nick, and Scott, who played Will Scheid. Well, actually, Scott was a friend of mine. Uh, Emma Duncan, who played um, Mary. So part of the casting came out of New York, and then because we shot the film in Maryland, um, we also had Pat Moran as a casting director down in Maryland. And so she's worked with, you know, everything that comes out of Maryland, like John Walters or Barry Levinson or The Wire right. so she was great at helping us find just all these great actors in the region who um, really nailed it in the film I see that you're calling from a Baltimore area code do you live in uh, Baltimore, Maryland? I do, yeah so um, I'm from the Baltimore area I lived when I moved out after college um I was up in New York for a couple of years, and then I was in L.A. for a decade. And then uh, my wife and I had a baby and wanted to be around the family and stuff, so we moved back here a couple of years ago into the Baltimore area. That's cool. So uh, 
I used to live in a Severna Park, Maryland, I think, is oh, yeah. which is about mm-hmm. like 40 minutes from Baltimore, I think, if I remember correctly. I was very yeah. young. I was like, uh, my dad was in the Navy still, so when he retired, yeah. he moved to uh, North Carolina. Okay. But, uh, that's cool that yeah. you live in Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah, I know Severna Park well. I used to play soccer against all the Severna Park guys. They had really good soccer teams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, what I heard because I used to have a coworker as well that uh, said the same thing when she was a soccer player. She was yeah. playing around on the Severna Park uh, players. Yeah, so, exactly. Uh, mm-hmm. What was some of the scenery like when uh, you were shooting the film? The cinematography on this film looked spectacular. Yeah, I mean, we had a great cinematographer, and he's very young. I mean, his his name is Sebastian Slater. He kind of comes out of the NYU New York world. Um, So a lot of it was just, you know, he had the ability to make it look great. And so a lot of my job was trying to figure out, okay, what locations look good? You know, what what angles can we do this at that kind of help push the story along or create a certain mood or vibe? Um, so that was a really fun part of the process with working with Sebastian and just figuring out how do we make this movie look, you know, like at certain points, I mean, a lot of st- the stuff comes back to just influences that I liked, which was, okay, this kind of, how does this look a little bit like, um, an Orson Welles shot or can we make this look like a Terrence Malick shot a little bit right. or David Lynch, you know, so we were filtering our influences through the cinematography, so... And I also think the score added a little bit, a lot actually, to the film. And I was curious about the collaboration from the composer and the director of the film. Do you kind of give each other, like, uh, how you feel like something should sound within a scene, or is it just completely up to the composer when they're composing the score? Yeah, I think, I guess for all different filmmakers, it's different, but for, for what I was doing, and just across the board, I kind of worked this way. I found that this was the best way for me to work, which was, um, you know, I would kind of put stuff in motion and say, you know, this is the overall vibe of how, how this could work within the movie, but I, you know, I want you to, you know, do what you do creatively and, and maximize that. And um, so that, that's also how I worked with the score. There was, you know, a few people who were involved in the score. And, you know, a lot of times we'd, we'd listen to songs or I'd send them songs and we'd talk about the vibe. Some of it was more stuff that was kind of uh, noisy and darker and industrial. Right. And some of it was more like kind of country, like Neil Young. And, you know, so it was about kind of fusing those two sounds of this outdoor you know, natural world with the fact that there's this kind of dark, menacing situation underneath. And, you know, so that all becomes a big conversation of, you know, okay, here's the vibe, go ahead and send something to me. Okay, that's that's very much in line with it, or that's not so much, let's go in this, this direction. So. And what was some of the most difficult scenes you had to film during this whole process on Union Bridge if you had any difficult stuff to uh, shoot? Well, the first, because this is the first time I ever really directed, and so the very first scene, um, which was the first, like, half of a day, the guys were sitting on the porch, um, 
you know, kind of when they when Will comes back to town, um, was difficult for me in a sense because I had to feel out, you know, how much I wanted to get involved in the scene, how much I needed to direct and tell them what to do or not do. Um, so it took me, you know, a little while to figure out, okay, you know, here's when I need to step in and say, you know, really the scene should be more of this tone. Or, or hey, now is when I should let these actors go and do 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 the do their thing and do what they do. So that was a little tough, just because I didn't know exactly how hard I should push in certain directions. And uh, the only other hard part, really, was when we had bad weather and you know we had to do stuff really fast, and we you know only had opportunities to do one or two takes because the weather was so bad sometimes. Right, and that happens on a lot of sets. I don't know if you've ever seen a Red Hot American Summer, but uh, David oh, Rand yeah. was talking about they only had a few days to actually shoot that movie because the weather was just so bad yeah. in their locations that they only only probably had about five days to shoot that entire movie. Because, oh, that's interesting. Because the because the weather wouldn't cooperate. Well, maybe they made it. Maybe, it was a really funny movie, so whatever they did, it worked. <laughs> <laughs> right. So do you have any other projects you want to plug, Brian? Um, well, let's see. I mean, right now, um, I have some other, like I have a film noir project that I have written that's ready to go, and I have some comedy scripts that I have as well. So, you know, I'm kind of doing a bunch of different things. Um, you know, I'm trying to stay super focused over the next month in two months on just promoting Union Bridge because I think we did make a good movie and I, I really want people to see it and because I think it's not going to be for everyone but I think for the people who dig it it's going to you know it's going to resonate and so I'm just trying to make sure that people are aware of it right and I kind of have the same feeling for it it's not going to be everybody's cup of tea because it's not flashy it's not you know fast paced or anything but those who stick with it well pretty much enjoy it, especially within the horror community, will probably find its niche of the right people and that'll appreciate it. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I hope happens. Mm -hmm. All right, Brian, thank you so much for joining me today. All right, thank you for chatting. All right, have a good day, Brian. You too.